0: I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Teddaker and Jace teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. Hello, everyone. We're back for more Matthew slash more Jesus. Jesus is in us. He is here. Oh, he lives in me. Which isn't that from like The Lion King? Yeah, isn't that kind of a was... Jesus
2: parable too? Yeah, a little bit of Jesus. That was more of a Hamlet. Oh, I mean, not yeah. a parable, but a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a parable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Exactly. Oh, boy. Well, how are you two doing today?
1: Well, you know what? I will answer you and just say. Okay. Do that. I am having the best day brewing IPA. Oh, <laughs> oh going to skip ahead. Oh, to I've what seen I'm that.
0: I've seen that before. Yeah. How is that West Coast IPA?
1: Yeah. So this is a non-alcoholic oh, IPA. Wow. Um. Yeah, the the brewing is called Best Day Brewing. And okay. they have a variety of things. I decided to try the IPA. I've been, you know, I know it maybe goes against this show a little bit, but I've been trying to drink less alcohol just generally. But I love
0: mm-hmm. beer.
1: I just like, that's what I'd rather drink than a lot of other things. And so alcohol-free beers in the past sucked, right? It was like O'Doul's and yeah. and nothing. That was it. Mm-hmm. And it was bad. <laughs> but recently... As many of you know, I'm sure there's been this explosion of actually good-tasting non-alcohol beers. Now, they often have a tiny bit of alcohol because a lot of them are actually made by making a real beer— and then removing the alcohol from it.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then huh. that
1: alcohol that gets removed is then sometimes repurposed and used in things like boozy seltzers and stuff like that. Oh. So there's a, sort okay, of a whole yeah. circle of life going there's on. There's ecology. The, okay, we're back to the yeah, Lion yeah. King. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Wow, there you go. There you go. <laughs> right back it. there. Yeah. Wow.
2: Uh, well, yeah, I'll just keep rolling along with that because sure. Jace went a little nuts in the past couple of days. I, I heard and- that, yeah, you said that he bought... Not not a
0: minimal amount of non-alcoholic beverages. I think you
2: ordered no less than 6,000 cans of various <laughs> non-alcoholic beers. Okay. And they are now filling our fridge and One, filling two, three, our pantry. Four,
1: five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think I got ten different types. Oh, wow. To try all the different ones and see which ones are good. So she's mm-hmm. not that far off. To be fair, okay. normally I would lot. say so no, much. you're exaggerating, but not by that much.
2: Yeah, yeah, Got no, it. not by that much. About, about mm-hmm. six thousand cans or so. Uh, although some of it is, you did order a non-alcoholic Guinness, which who knew that was even a thing?
0: Wow, right?
2: I haven't even tried it yet, so I'm going to do a little taste test right now.
0: Yeah, okay, let it, it. Let us know how it is. Oh, that's okay. That's it.
2: Yeah. Um. Hmm. I mean, it tastes like a Guinness. There you go. Yeah, I mean, Guinnesses are
0: pretty non-offensive. Like, they, they're they unoffensive. They don't have— kind of like a milkshake. Exactly. They don't have much yeah. taste. It's more like a mouthfeel is yeah. what you're getting with a Guinness. Yeah. So, yeah. as long as it still has that. Well,
1: and these yeah. cans do have the little nitrous oxide canister nice. in it. So, it does okay. have that actual— Yeah, I actually have not tried the Guinness yet. And I saw that she had taken one out and poured it for herself. Beautiful. And I went over to her room before we started recording to be like, "Ooh, can I taste it?" Because so I haven't tried it yet. And she said, ah. "No, the first sip needs to be on camera for DVS." <laughs> wow. So you okay. Have yet. There
0: you go, I <laughs> uh, Well, I'm having real alcohol. Um, I bought, yeah, I I took a picture of it so that I could say it. Um, a Hendrix special edition. It's called the Flora Adora special edition mm-hmm. limited release. Wow. And I made the drink that was on the back of their, like the bottle basically. Oh, and it's called the, Flo- yeah, the Flora Adora Wild Garden Cup. So it's the the actual gin, lemon juice, simple syrup, mint, raspberries, and cucumber, and then soda water on top. Really easy drink, but it's a, a little garden in my drink. And it's lovely. Very lovely.
1: <laughs> and beautiful. That's awesome.
0: I know. Uh, yeah. So I- oh, I'm sorry. I just have to shout out my mom is leaving the chat early again because she won another award. My goodness, goodness gracious! And so she's going to pick that
1: up. Congratulations!
0: Yeah, just uh, just shouting it out. Well done, mom. Just
2: the review show of your mom's various awards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> well done. Well done.
0: Okay, um, so where did we leave off?
2: Well, so I think we're gonna we're starting to get down to some actual action here today, Mm. in the sense of, I think things are starting, the the writing's on the wall for old Jeezy Creasy. Right. Oh, really? Cool. Oh, I'm
0: excited. (laughs) This is great news. (laughs) Wait, I thought that we still, how many more, uh, okay, I'm going to start this game. How many more episodes do we have (laughs) of this?
1: Okay, classic. It's fine. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, after today... We are going to have one, two, three episodes of Matthew. Oh, that's it! So oh, we, wow! We're oh, really...
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh!
1: Yep,
2: this is intense, guys.
1: Yep.
0: Whoa! Yeah, we're in, okay, we're in the last
2: act or approaching the last yeah. act. I'm willing to bet.
0: Well, I'm coming to visit the two of you in a in like two weeks. I'm gonna be at mom's next week and then visiting you in two weeks. And so that's the that'll be the penultimate episode. Is that what you're telling me?
1: Uh, that, You'll probably yeah, die
0: in that episode. The
1: penultimate one is when you will be up here, yes.
0: Cool. Oh my gosh, that's really exciting. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Goodness. well, this is going to be great.
1: So, yeah, and and actually on on the subject of, of this book, I was looking up a little bit more information about the context of this to try to, you know, be the slightest bit academic about this show, I guess. Uh, and what I was looking up, actually, is I was trying to figure out like, what's the whole deal with this Roman Empire situation,
0: right? Because, mm. mm-hmm. like,
1: we keep mentioning it. Like, Jesus talks about it. People talk about it. But then it seems like kind of the enemy here, the enemy, if you call it, is like the Pharisees who are Jews and not Romans. So what gives? What's what's the deal? So a few things uh, is that we established that we think Jesus was probably actually in real life born around four CE, so, you know, closest to zero. So we could round to zero if we want. Okay. Uh, so Israel was conquered by Rome in like 70-ish BC. And I apologize to the historians if I got that number a little bit wrong, but it's around 70 BCE. Okay. It's actually 72. No,
0: I'm kidding. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's going to say that. Exactly. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, around 70 ish or or maybe 60 something, right? Around then. And then, but that wasn't the Roman Empire yet. It was just kind of conquered by Rome. I think when they acquired Syria, which maybe was the one in charge of everything at the time. There was sort of a lot of corporate mergers going on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. aggressive takeovers, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But then the Roman Empire itself was founded in 27.
0: It's amazing see I, you all have to go because it's just it. It feels so old, and just hearing that number is really incredible to me. When you like go to Rome and you're like, "Holy shit, this is so old! It's older <laughs> than like anything." Period. I guess right. you've already, you've been to Jerusalem, Dedeker, so you're like, whatever, but yeah.
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah, so so Rome, of course, had been around much longer than that, but specifically, oh, okay. the like, coalescing it into the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. that happened in 27 BC, and our first emperor of the Roman Empire was Augustus. Of course, as we all know, he was sometimes referred to as Caesar Augustus.
0: Oh, that guy. Because
1: Caesar had lived before, but Caesar ended up being used as a title. YouTube, brutus. That's going to come up in the Gospels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, that'll come up in the Gospels where they'll refer to Caesar, but they mean whoever the emperor was at that time, which is going to be two different people. So Augustus started the Roman Empire, In, like I said, 27 BCE, and he lived until 14 AD, uh, or CE, whichever system we're using here. Uh, Which means he was the one who was the emperor when Jesus was born.
0: Not the one. But
1: by the time we're seeing Jesus now, it was his stepson who was now the emperor. And that's Tiberius, which is... Such a cool name.
0: Tiberius Caesar.
1: Um, So yeah. So he's dead. Augustus is dead. And now Tiberius, his stepson, is the emperor of Rome. And basically what I'm getting from this that's kind of weird is that like Jesus and his people were a little bit anti-Rome. And part of that was talking about a kingdom in heaven that's greater or better than Rome, which, you know, obviously as the Roman Empire, who also took on the uh, concept that all of their rulers were divine. Sure. You know, okay. that they were part divinity themselves. So some of this is a little bit of a challenge to that, right? But then the like in the book, it seems like the real opponents though are the Pharisees, who were this other sect of Jews, just like Jesus and all of his followers were Jews. And that's why there was all that emphasis a few episodes ago about like, I'm not here to get rid of the laws of Moses. I'm not here to change those. And that was kind of an ongoing fight because I guess the mm-hmm. deal was that between when we left our people, you know, a few hundred years ago and what we've read till now, a lot more laws and rules and stuff have been
0: enacted, created.
1: They mm-hmm. were all just an oral tradition, which later would end up getting written down. And that's a lot of what, um, you know, Jews follow now, or at least more Orthodox Jews Um, follow a lot of these rules and and things that had been kind of set up and figured out since the, you know, the Pentateuch and all that. Right. Uh, But anyway, so the idea was that those people were like, Jesus is coming along and saying, you can play fast and loose with these rules a little bit. We don't like that. We think he's trying to destroy Judaism. He's this upstart kid. We don't like him. And so that's why Jesus's whole message is like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. You still have to follow these rules. Hmm. I'm just saying we need to interpret some of them a little bit differently. Okay. So it's kind of this weird thing of like, he's a radical in one way, but also he's like, no, but I'm not trying to destroy this whole thing. Not trying to change it all, which is funny and ironic with how, you know, he's interpreted and followed today. And then also doubly funny that fast forward two and a half hundred years, 250, 300 years. And then Rome is like, yeah, Christianity that's what we are now. That's we're going to use that one. That's our official religion. So it is funny. Wait, how that's all it. It only comes took around. them
0: two hundred and fifty years, three hundred years.
1: Yeah, I forget the year. Was it was two hundred something is when they switched, or three hundred something maybe is when mm-hmm. they wow. came to be Christian. The Holy Roman Empire.
0: Got it. Okay. Got it. Anyway, wow. so I, I just found cool that fascinating
1: because I feel like every time I learn about Rome, it's like Caesar. Or it's stuff later and not at this time. And then right. when I learn about Jesus, it's kind of like, okay, Rome's here. And then in the Old Testament, it's not. So I'm like, what? How did this happen? What, what's going on?
0: Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. What a time. What a, what time, a time to, be, to alive. be alive
0: and dead. And, and then also, unfortunately, for Jesus, die but then, right. you know, <laughs> okay. get resurrected. Yes. So whatever, we're about to get to that in yeah. three or so episodes. <laughs> uh, shall we get this yeah. party started today? What are we reading? Yeah.
1: Yes, let's do it. Today, we have two chapters, and that is Matthew 21 and 22. And as Zedeker said, we're going to get into some action and some more well-known lines. That's going to be pretty much every episode, honestly, when we're in the gospel. so there you have it. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly.
2: You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time.
1: And with that, it is time for Matthew chapter 21. I feel like with this music, I should be wearing sunglasses while we play that intro. Like, what are we...
0: Are we going to have, like, sad music for, like, fall and winter? This this feels, like, very (laughs) odd. Summer esque? Are we gonna have like autumnal music or something? Yeah, I
2: think that by the time we get to the next gospel, like the summer is gonna be over. So we're gonna need something a little yeah. bit mm. different, or or okay. it doesn't have exactly. to be autumnal necessarily. But but I do kind of know, like some, some other vibe. But that
0: idea that there's like four gospels and four you know seasons exactly. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. We didn't that mean for nice.
0: that to happen, but it's gonna.
2: Mm-hmm. So Fun. I like that
0: idea. Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. Yeah. We'll have to evaluate okay. as we as we move along. Got it. Yeah. All right. Matthew twenty one. When they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethsphage, Bethsphage, Beths, Vaj. Beth's, Vaj? Beth's, Beth's, Beth's oh. Beth Bethsphage, Beth oh, Phage. Excuse you, <laughs> Beth Beth Bethsphage. Uh, to the Mount of Olives, <laughs> then Jesus <laughs> the sent Mount? two disciples. Oh.
2: Is it made of olives?
1: It's just a mountain of olives. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's a delicious mountain. <laughs> That's really funny because obviously I've grown up with this. And so I've grown up with the Mount of Olives just being the Mount of Olives and sort of see it from that perspective is, is new for me.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Before I forget.
2: What? Uh-huh. Two what?
1: important things to add to our our menu for the archipelago sandwich pub, of course, when we create the that. of olives. One is Mount of Olives, which is an appetizer, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, and then the other is Salt of <laughs> the Earth. which maybe is a drink with a salted rim or Mm. or something, right? We got to figure out some way to work some nice rock salt in there.
0: When the three of us were in Hong Kong, we went to one of the most, like the best rated bars in the world. And I bet they could have come up with a really cool drink called Salt of the Earth with all of Mm. their things that they I wouldn't they be had surprised there. if they
2: already had a drink called Salt You're right. I'm pretty yeah. sure I ordered that
0: yeah. drink. Just tell them to make <laughs> it and see what happens yeah. and then we'll put it okay. in the archipelago <laughs> sandwich pub.
1: Great. Okay. We'll just steal that cocktail. Can't there copyright a cocktail as it turns mm-hmm. out. Oh, okay. well good. So Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village that is opposite you and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord needs them, and immediately he will send them. <laughs>
2: they will be so confused okay. that they will shut up. Uh,
1: this is how I imagine it goes in all the old movies and stuff where the you know the detective just takes someone's car or their bicycle mm-hmm. or whatever, and they're like, it's mm-hmm, pff, mm-hmm. police business. Here's my badge, gotta go. It's kind of like that. taking us. <laughs> All this was done that it might be fulfilled... The Lord needs... (laughs) All this was done. It just happened. They didn't even tell us a story after that. All this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken through the prophets saying, tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king comes to you, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey.
2: I see. What? I see.
1: This was a prophecy I didn't remember, but I guess we're checking that box.
2: Yeah, I don't remember the colt prophecy myself, but... Yeah. It happened. on a
0: donkey on a colt the full of a donkey? Wait, I don't understand. Like is the little donkey and then the big donkey and then the person? What's happening? Yeah, the
1: little donkey is riding <laughs> on top of the big donkey and then Jesus is on top of the baby donkey.
0: <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I, what is actually <laughs> happening here? <laughs> Wait, oh people God. are saying that he's riding two animals, and then Jesus never skipped leg day. Okay, how oh are those yeah, two things related? She, he's, he's riding like... them
2: like water skis.
1: <laughs> oh, see, I was imagining like Van Damme <laughs> like, riding yeah, those exactly. two trucks in the clip. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs>
2: this
0: is
1: insane.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. Uh, ap-
1: apparently, this is from Zechariah chapter nine, which we have read, but oh. apparently we all Forgot just let about. that one go. Yeah, in one ear and out the other. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, check that box there. The disciples went and did just as Jesus commanded them and brought the donkey and the colt and laid their clothes on them, and he sat on them. Yeah, so it is
0: like both. a like a little blanket, like a little saddle.
1: Yeah, he's like lounging across
0: them, maybe. Like a bareback pad. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't remember this being so complicated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> told it to you, Deniger, like very simply and not like this. Well,
2: I, I always remember it being depicted as him just riding on a donkey and that's it. Okay. Not There, were, there weren't two animals. Uh, oh, yeah. The whole two beast situation is really throwing me off. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. When I look up Jesus riding two donkeys, there's some pretty dope images that people have made, actually. Oh, cool.
0: Like what? Can you show us?
1: Well, like there's a picture of a guy... Riding two horses, like their skis, kind of like Dedeker imagined, Um, kind of implying that this might have been Jesus, except this guy's wearing contemporary clothing, which is a little bit weird. But uh, there is a
2: lot of like your image of a colt on top of a donkey with Jesus on top of the whole pile.
0: That's what what it sounds like to me. It's ridiculous. Uh, uh, Good Lord. I
1: found some pictures where there's like a platform set between the two donkeys that he's sitting on. Maybe he used the smaller okay. one as a leg rest. It's okay. unclear.
2: Maybe okay, maybe the smaller one was for baggage.
1: Oh, yeah, that's well, good.
2: I'm sorry, that's but good. like and I can't imagine that he had a ton of baggage, but maybe you know, still, you never know.
0: He's still growing, you know, if it's really mm. a cult. I mean, I understand that they they race like colts and fillies at a too young an age, like two. But how young are we talking here? It's just it's I just want to put it out there. Okay. Okay.
2: This is your okay. PSA. Yes, your anti-donkey abuse PSA. Exactly, thank you.
1: Okay, so one way or another, he is riding one, maybe two donkeys that are related to each other (laughs) into the city. Uh, A very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The multitudes who went before him and who followed kept shouting, "'Hosanna to the Son of David!' Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Isn't that a carol? Yep. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know my Bible
2: verses. You know your
1: Bible carols? I
2: feel like we need to start drinking every time that Emily recognizes something from a Christmas carol. Uh, Yeah.
1: There's going to be a lot more of those coming up. So, yeah. I'm excited.
0: Yay. (laughs) Uh, Hosanna in Excel says. Okay.
1: This uh, was always a fun one that we got to do as kids in church, by the way. Oh. Where you would get to kind of reenact laying out all the, the tree branches or the palm fronds is usually how we did it uh, on the, usually down the aisle of the church. Okay. In a sort of symbolic way to replicate this of everyone welcoming Jesus and being so stoked about him. Cool. This is, yeah. well,
2: no, <laughs> that makes sense because this is this is Palm... Friday. Sunday. Palm, Sunday. palm, Sunday. palm Friday. Sun- palm palm Friday. Which day Tuesday. of the week is it?
1: Palm Wednesday. Monday.
2: <laughs> Palm Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Palm Sunday. It's Palm Sunday.
1: <laughs> okay, uh-huh. I
2: was right the first time around. Was... <laughs> okay. Ooh.
1: When is Palm, Palm Sunday? By the way.
2: <laughs> Wait, is that like when is, is that Sunday? the date? Is, it, like, is the that the week before Sunday? Jesus dies? The week. It's the week before Easter,
0: which is when Jesus is resurrected or dies. Yes. Yeah. Wait, First resurrected. Okay, and then Good Friday is the day when he dies, which is not good. Yes. But good, right. because we're all saved or something? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool,
1: cool. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. Yes, you got it though. Yes. <laughs> so cool. You said how many sorry, the Sunday before? Sunday the before. Sunday Easter. before the resurrection, which is the Easter. Okay.
2: It's a week before Easter.
1: So assuming that these holidays we have today are based in any way on the timing of events, that means we're at like D Day, you know. We're five days away from cool from death. Yeah, five days from death. That's a cool band name, actually. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's your
2: hardcore be. Christian. You're like Christian metal band. That's your hardcore.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Oh, dude, Palm Sunday. Hold
0: so on, five yeah. days from death. <laughs> that's
1: good. It's really good. Okay, uh, Lord. Okay, go. when when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was stirred up, saying, "Who is this? Who is this?" The multitude said. This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. Jesus entered into the temple of God and drove out all those who sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the money changers' tables. Oh,
0: I've heard about this.
1: Yeah. And the seats of those who sold the doves.
2: What? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I don't remember that. Just just, just their little just stools. Just
1: their chairs, you know. <laughs> oh, I love I love Wait, it. He came who's in
2: selling doves. <laughs>
1: He's like, everyone get out of well, here. Well, doves
2: were… No, the doves, that was the down market solution for people who had to make a sacrifice. Oh, it's like a, was You could get a dove because they're cheap. For
1: offerings. Man.
0: I thought we liked doves. We don't look them in the eye because they're scary and they will kill you. But I guess that's why they're sacrificing them. There's a dove uh-huh. in my cup, okay? You gave this cup yeah. to me. There's a dove, yeah. Right. Wow, okay.
1: So yeah, so he came in, chased everyone out, tossed over the money changers' tables, and then all the people selling doves, he just took their chairs and threw them on the ground. He was like, you too.
0: Wait, so he, like, walked down this freaking palm frond processional and then Mm -hmm. was like, F all of you and, like, threw shit? And then, like,
2: what is happening? It's unclear how much time has passed between these events. Okay,
0: okay. I just, I would love the, like, all of this happened in the same time frame. And then he's just going nuts but, on these people. I
1: think, I think, I think part of this that might be a little confusing is there's a great multitude, right? Yeah, but not most of the city. Okay, it's like a large number of people, but this is a big city, right? This is Jerusalem, and so I think the idea is that his fans came out, right? His fan group came out, did this palm frond and threw their clothing on the street thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He you know, rode in and maybe went straight to the temple with all his fans following him. And he comes in and sees other non-fans selling shit in the temple. Got it. And he's like, what the? And flips over the tables and knocks over chairs and all that.
2: He should make his disciples do that. Oh, I'll bet you. I just had this thought. I'll bet you Jerusalem is just a miserable place to be on Easter. Actually these days. Mm. Were you not there during that time, Dedeker? No, I was there on like a random October or something. And when I was there... Even then, I got all weirded out by all the religious tourism that was happening. Mm. It was really bizarre and Mm. brought up a lot of weird feelings for me. And I can only imagine that probably the old town in Jerusalem on Easter is just rife with people trying to reenact. Oh, um, (laughs) Throwing The palm fronds. There's probably a run on palm fronds. For sure. At the store. Like, I'll bet you it's just miserable to be there. Yeah, Yeah. for sure.
1: Okay, so he, he went in, knocked over all the chairs and tables. He said to them, it is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Dang. Okay, I think that's the end of that little story. Okay. Well, sort of. A little while later. The blind and the lame. Sorry, I added that part. The blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, because of the wonderful things he does, and the children who were crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David. They were indignant and said to him, do you hear what they're saying? Jesus said to them, yes. Did you ever read out of the mouth of babes and nursing babies, you have perfected praise? They said, we haven't heard of that book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've heard out of the mouth of babes, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. What is the rest of that about?
2: Yeah, nursing. I don't I don't remember the reference to nursing babies. Yeah.
1: No, me neither. Does anyone want to look that up? Uh, <laughs> Let's see here. Out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have perfected praise because of your enemies so that you may destroy the enemy and the revenger. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's
2: kind of like the avenger.
1: That's a psalm. Oh. It's a psalm.
2: Oh. Interesting. That we just totally
0: forgot about. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but anyway, I think he's implying that because kids are saying it, that it's true, or maybe just that it's fulfilling a prophecy, maybe that's, that's the deal.
0: That's weird, because kids don't say things that matter at all. <laughs> Jeez, Emily, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Not like uh, little babies, generally. They just say like a lot of gibberish and stuff, and maybe well, some Well, we don't like, know
1: how old these children are.
0: <laughs> okay, well, they're saying babes— <laughs> Well, okay. That implies like... Sure, sure. Babies. Okay, fine, fine. Yeah,
1: okay, whatever. (laughs) Okay, so, right. So they said, do you hear what these are saying? Calling him Hosanna to the son of David. And then he responded with this out of the mouths of babes thing. Mm -hmm. And then it just says, he left them and went out of the city to Bethany. So he just kind of dropped that. And they (laughs) stood there confused. And then he was like, yeah, that's what I thought. And then he left. (laughs) Uh, he left them and went out of the city to Bethany and lodged there. In the morning, as he returned to the city, he was hungry.
2: Oh, this story. Oh, oh boy. Oh, yeah. this story. This,
1: this one. What? Pay attention. Pay attention, kids. Uh, okay. This is the story I always forgot about and then was shocked every time I remember it. <laughs> oh, okay. Seeing a fig tree. So he's hungry in the morning, wants some breakfast. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he came to it. And found nothing on it but leaves. Mm-hmm. He said to it, Let there be no fruit from you forever. Immediately, the fig tree withered away.
0: Why?
2: Uh, Why? He's so petty.
1: Well, you know, you're hangry in the morning.
0: He's so <laughs> petty. What's what's wrong? <laughs> what, what's the deal? The poor tree.
1: He just didn't have any fruit. He
2: was hangry. Yeah. Maybe somebody he was took angry. the last freaking fig, okay? <laughs> mm. Yeah, what? But he blamed it on the tree itself. He cursed the tree. Well, it's not the tree's fault that some people are people be. How do you know? Maybe maybe it was an evil fig tree. You don't know.
1: <sighs> yeah.
2: How does he know?
0: Oh, maybe he's the son
2: of God. Whatever. Okay. Anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say there have been times where if I had that power, I could have. You know, it's like when you're on a trip or something, and there's a breakfast buffet, but they're out of all the good stuff. And you'd be like, like "May you never have food ever again. And the breakfast buffet, like, collapses or something. (laughs) I could see that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is a tree that would continue to to bear fruit if it got the chance, but now Mm. it won't. How sad.
1: When the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying... How did the W-T-S. fig tree immediately <laughs> wither away? Yeah, How did the fig tree immediately wither away? Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I tell you, if you have faith and don't doubt, you will not only do what is done to the fig tree, but even if you told this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it would be done. All things, whatever you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive.
0: Um... Okay, that makes sense why people love the power of prayer.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, yeah.
2: Well, the way that I was squaring it in my head is I think Jesus does this. He totally frigs this tree. And then the disciples are like, Whoa, Jesus, (laughs) I what? How did that happen? And he was like, Don't worry, you could do it too. And I think the disciples were like, That wasn't what we were worried about.
1: (laughs) We feel bad for this poor picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, we weren't.
2: The question at the top of our brains wasn't, "How can I learn to do that?" That is
0: what they, <laughs> yeah, should feel bad about. Yeah, no,
2: oh, for sure. Oh
1: boy,
0: mm-hmm. um, Dedeker, you said that I should speak next. I did say yes, that. So this is where
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it over to you. But actually. Uh, let's take a quick break oh, to yeah. okay. fill drinks and, and things like that. And then we're going to read the rest of this chapter and the next one. Cool. So, yeah, we just want to let all you know out there that this show is so much fun. And also, we've learned so much doing it. And I hope that you, too, have learned something something, right? Maybe it's just a random piece of trivia about an actor or a movie or a song or something that we've mentioned unrelated, (laughs) but hopefully you've learned something and you've enjoyed this show and had a good time with it like we have. If so... We would love it if you could tell your friends and then also come check out the live shows. We do them every Thursday on Twitch. And if you want the information about that, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live and check out the information for how to follow us on Twitch there. And uh, also, if you are able, we would love your support on our Patreon. We have a Patreon. It's super simple. We just have one tier It's $6 a month, and for becoming a parishioner, as a thank you, we have early releases of shows, personal toasts on the show, uh, Emily's drink recipes, and of course, our Undying Affection, because it really does go a long way to support us being able to do things like pay our editor and host this so that you can access it on your podcast machine from the comfort of your own home or car.
0: And it's time. We are back with, what is this? Matthew 21 still, Uh (laughs) but we're on (laughs) verse 23. When he had come into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, by what authority do you do these things? Who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I also will ask you one question, which if you tell me, I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things.
1: Oh, That's pretty cool. Okay. (laughs) He loves riddles and games. Yeah,
0: Uh The baptism of John. Where was it from? From heaven or from men? They reasoned with themselves saying, if we say from heaven, he will ask us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the multitude for all hold John as a prophet. Mm. They answered Jesus and said, we don't know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a terrible (laughs) answer. Uh Oh, I wonder how long Uh, they deliberated on that one. (laughs) I know. Tell them, ask them, say, we don't know. (laughs) He
0: also said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. But what do you think? A man had two sons and came to the first and said, son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered, I will not. Boy. But afterward, he changed his mind and went. (laughs) He came to the second and said the same thing. He answered, I go, sir. But he didn't go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said to him, the first. Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I tell you that the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering into the kingdom of God before you.
2: Why? Whoo. Dang. Some words. Whoa, yeah. yeah. Some words. I did learn
1: a little bit that I guess wouldn't surprise anybody here, but that uh, prostitutes were apparently a fairly low tier of Roman society.
0: Okay. I mean, (laughs) mean, what's Um, changed? Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that that, uh, his previous sermon about them, like about the farmers and the poor people basically being first was also a pretty revolutionary idea because they were very much based on this kind of hierarchy because you're better.
0: Sure. Okay. Essentially.
1: So this is a pretty controversial opinion that he brings in here. And really nothing's changed today. So.
0: Yeah. Nope. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you didn't believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. When you saw it, you didn't even repent afterward that you might believe him. Hear another parable. There was a man who was a master of a household who planted a vineyard, set a hedge about it, dug a wine press in it, built a tower, leased it out to farmers, and went into another country. Wow, okay. When the season... (laughs) Before the fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the farmers to receive his fruit. The farmers took his servants, beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Gosh. Again, he sent his other servants more than the first, and they treated them the same way. He sent other servants more than the first, and they treated them the same way. But afterward, he sent to them his son, saying, they will respect my son. But the farmers, when they saw the son, and among themselves, this is the heir, come, let's kill him and seize his inheritance. So they took him and they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Gosh. When therefore the Lord of the vineyard comes, what will he do to these farmers? Well,
2: I don't know. It seems Vote like these are pretty badass farmers who, <laughs> 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 who kind of have a body count at this point.
0: They told him he will miserably destroy those miserable men and will lease out the vineyard to other farmers who will give him the fruit in its season. Jesus said to them, did you never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? The same was made the head of the corner. This was from the Lord. Is it marvelous in our eyes? I forget what that is. What is he talking about?
1: That was one of the things we read. I forget where it came from, but okay. the thing about the stone the Masons threw out is now the cornerstone. Like it's the one that okay. the whole
0: that building is the most. built
1: on. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, speaking in some fun metaphors,
0: metaphors. <sighs> Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and will be given to a nation bringing forth its fruits. He who falls on the stone will be broken to pieces, but on whoever it will fall, it will scatter him as dust. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived that he spoke about them. When they sought to seize
1: him, <laughs> <Well done. laughs> very astute. They're like, well, this is, I guess this is like, it.
2: Hey,
1: hey, wait a minute. Hold
2: on. Has this guy been throwing shade at us the entire time? Definitely.
1: <laughs> we just only now realized
2: it. I don't think he likes us very much. Mm-mm, not at all. When they sought to seize him,
0: they feared the multitudes because they considered him to be a prophet. Okay, that was it for twenty-one. Oh,
1: so that was that was it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's the start of the start of the end, Emily. You know, because they wanted to grab him, but they were afraid of his fans.
0: Mm, Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay, here we go. 22. Jesus answered and spoke again in parables to them, which he loves to do, saying, "'The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king "'who made a marriage feast for his son "'and sent out his servant to call those "'who were invited to the marriage feast, "'but they would not come. "'Again, he sent out other servants, "'saying, "'Tell those who are invited, "'Behold, I have made ready my dinner.'" My oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Fatlings. 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 Sad. Come to the marriage feast. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his own farm, another to his merchandise. And the rest grabbed his servants and treated them shamefully and killed them. What does that mean? Good Lord. Boy. Yikes. When the king heard that, he was angry, and he sent his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but those who were invited weren't worthy. Wow. I, I literally
2: These must have not been burned very them good to the ground. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Go, therefore, to the intersections of the highways, and as many as you may find, invite to the marriage feast. Those servants went out into the highways and gathered together as many as they found, both bad and good. The wedding was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man who didn't have on wedding clothing and he said to him, friend, Uh uh-oh, friend, how did you come in here not wearing wedding clothing? He was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, bind him hand and foot, take him away and throw him into the outer darkness. The Outer Darkness. Isn't that a TV show? There is where the weeping and grinding of teeth will be. (sighs) Gosh. For many are called, but few are chosen. I've heard that before. We're
2: back on that. We're back on that train. Yeah,
1: wow, okay.
2: What a weird story. What a
1: really weird story, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like he maybe lost the thread a little while through that and kind of had to figure out a way to get it back.
0: I don't know. I, Jesus doesn't always make a lot of sense when he's telling all these things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's trying. He's trying hard. Yeah. He's trying. <laughs> then the Pharisees went and took counsel how they might entrap him in his talk. They sent their disciples to him along with their Herodians. Herodians. Of- Herodians?
1: Yeah, Her- Herod's. Herod's. Herod's-, Herod's- boys. Oh,
0: Herodians. Saying- yeah, that's what they call themselves. Okay. Mm -hmm. saying, teacher, we know that you are honest and teach the way of God and truth, no matter who you teach, for you aren't partial to anyone. Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. They brought to him a denarius. He asked them, whose is this image and inscription? They said to him, Caesar's, then he said to them, Give therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. When they heard it, they marveled and left him and went away. All right, Dedeker, that's you.
1: I have always thought that was a pretty cool story. I mean, we had a really not like weird, like a weird, (laughs) Weird nonsensical story. Not weird. Then this one's, I thought, I always thought this one was a pretty bad A move <laughs> you know We're just like to see the trick coming and then find a clever way out of it it's always yeah. fun
2: mm-hmm. yeah no he's a smart dude and pro taxes i suppose sometimes ironically suppose, yeah sometimes
1: well know. they paid taxes earlier too this is his second time yeah, they paying did. taxes
2: they fished up a fish mm-hmm. to pay taxes yeah.
1: a fish with gold coins in its mouth
2: yeah uh-huh on that day Sadducees, and this is in parentheses, those who say that there is no resurrection... Whoa. ...came to Wait, him. Wait, didn't they see him? I wish
0: that they had a phone and that they could film him back then. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone had
2: a phone, this whole story would be very different. Uh, yeah. yeah, They asked him, saying, "'Teacher, Moses said, "'If a man dies having no children, "'his brother shall marry his wife and raise up seed for his brother.' Now, there were with us seven brothers. Seven brides. The first married and died. No,
1: not seven brides in this case. Got it.
2: (laughs) The first married and died, and having no seed, left his wife to his brother. In like manner, the second also, and the third, to the seventh. Oh, boy. After them all, the woman died. She was like, this. In the resurrection, therefore, whose wife will she be of the seven? For they all had her. Polyamory. If you know what I mean. Polyamory
0: is the answer. Yeah, in heaven. Well,
2: this is beyond polyamory because this is all like all marrying the same brother. Yeah, that's weird. Different brothers marrying the same woman. Being passed along the line, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Jesus answered them, you're mistaken, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God, for in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like God's angels in heaven. Which means what? <laughs> I think it means marriage doesn't matter afterwards. Oh. Like, oh, wait. You know, why are you so hung up on what the relationship is going to be? Wait, that's really
0: interesting. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say like some of my baggage here, but but like sure. listening to people saying like, I'm going to see my my wife or my husband or whomever in you know, when I'm dead because they have gone to heaven and I'm going to go out to heaven and see them again. But this is essentially saying, nah. Or you may see them, but it doesn't well, matter. You'll see he'll them see
1: you, you, across the room. You just won't be married. You'd be like, hey, what's up?
0: <laughs> Weird though, right? Like, can I just ask, like, what is the... Yeah. The afterlife is almost like you're just getting to be around the presence of God and that's the most important thing rather than getting to be with people that you cared about in this mortal life.
2: Okay, so yeah. So yeah, warning that this is going to be delving into, at least in my answer, purely the things that I was taught. Okay. I don't know if any of this have a, has a biblical basis whatsoever. It may, it may not. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was, I guess I was raised being taught that Yes, you'll see the people that you love in heaven. Uh-huh. And sometimes people that you love may be in hell, but you won't care because you'll be so overjoyed just praising God the whole time.
1: Interesting. I never got the message of the you won't care part. That's interesting. Oh. huh.
2: Well, well, but, but because it is a contradiction, right? That like you can't be sad in heaven. What? Really? You can't be sad about... Yeah, so your loved ones who are in hell. You're just perpetually happy. Well, that's the yes. that's the it funny. Sounds really boring. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the funny piece, though. Right? Is that I don't think being happy all the time is ever stated in here, but yeah, that is what we associate with it, right? And I remember growing up having people talk about this passage and really struggling with it.
0: Fascinating. Saying
1: things like, "Well, but if heaven is supposed to be paradise and I'm happy all the time." not having my husband or wife, yeah. I wouldn't be happy, so how could that be? And am like really struggling with it.
0: Exactly. But it
1: is kind of that weird thing of like...
0: Like I want to be around all the pets that I've ever had. Sure. And all the friends that I've ever had and my parents and, I mean, parents and, you know, yeah. the, the people that I love the most in my life. So that sounds like heaven to me, not whatever the
1: <laughs> heck this is. Well, but I also think it's weird, too, because it's, again, like Jedeker pointed out, it's not saying you'll never see these people, but just that marriage is no longer a thing. And so it is, that's, again, kind of a weird question of, so, yeah, what does the label marriage mean, then, in that spiritual sense or not, if it's something that doesn't exist anymore in heaven? Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing kind of bakes your noodle. And also, I don't think you have to be happy all the time. I think that's nonsense that we put on it.
0: yeah. <laughs> like that, like I think you said that, or one of the two of you were like that. Sounds boring, and it, it kind yeah, of
1: yeah. said that. Yeah,
0: I don't know. We contain multitudes. I
2: remember I had a I had a book that was given to me when I was a child, probably like I'm, I want to say pre tween. So maybe the age when you start to question some of these things, or you're starting to be like, wait, what? Like how how does that work? And it was a it was a book. I don't know if the book was entirely about this or if just part of it was about this, but it was kind of like questions from kids about the Bible and about Mm. the afterlife Mm -hmm. and things like that. Oh, and it was called, hold please.
0: (laughs) Wait, wait, I'm sorry. While you do that, John, (laughs) John off the mic and the chat says, this passage of course conflicts with the Mormon view in which families stay together and women cannot get into the better levels of heaven without their husband bringing them. What? Man.
1: <laughs> yeah. This has been some drama actually in my mom's birth family, um, who are really? a lot of them are Mormons. There's been some drama in their like family chat about some of the women who didn't have some particular ceremony that like changes which man their connection to God is tied through from like their father to their husband or got a divorce and so they no longer have that connection to God, or there's some drama. Yeah, it's a whole other thing though. That's not covered it's here. It's
0: fine. My partner's mom thinks I'm going to hell, so whatever. Same thing, really. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, keep going. I
2: couldn't find the title of that book, but it was something to the tune of like, when I go to heaven, will I get snarls in my hair? Oh, okay. Or something like that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cute title, sure. Because it was all these like very practical questions from children. And and I feel like I remember that, that that being the thing that it's like, yeah, there will be good things in heaven, you know, seeing people that you love, or like having fun, or like seeing your pets, or stuff like that. But ultimately, the main thing you're going to be doing is praising God, and you're just going to be so enthralled with that, you're not going to care about much else. Which, to a child, is like, is a tough sell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Why don't we finish this
2: off? Yeah. Right. It's me. Okay. Verse 31, but concerning the resurrection of the dead, haven't you read that which was spoken to you by God saying, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the multitudes heard it, they were astonished at his teaching. But the Pharisees, when they heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, gathered themselves together. One of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him. Hmm. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. A second, likewise, is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. Now, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question saying, what do you think of the Christ? whose son is he? Is he talking about himself? (laughs) I think so. uh, He's like... Yeah,
1: actually, sorry. I did look this up a little bit. The the Christ title. And I think we talked about this way, way back when it was first busted out. Uh, But Christ means anointed one. And basically the Jews at this time, when the Messiah would come, Christ, the anointed one, is like the title that that Messiah would get. The one that was foretold way back when, right? That we we read all about. Mm -hmm. And so here... It's saying the Christ, meaning like the Messiah, the anointed one that we're all waiting for, rather than himself. Like it's not his sure. name. I just want to clarify that.
2: Yes. Okay. They said to him, of David. He said to them, how then does David in the spirit call him Lord? Saying, the Lord said to my Lord, sit on my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how is he his son? No one was able to answer him a word. Yeah. I bet. Neither dared any man from that day forth ask him. Hold on, <laughs> neither dared any man from that day forth ask him any more questions. <laughs> We're out. Finally. <laughs> We're done.
1: Everyone was like, this is pointless. Why do we even ask?
2: We finally learned our lesson. We need <laughs> we can. everyone. Can we just agree? We, we can No more questions.
1: No more. None. Oh my goodness. <sighs> Damn. That's amazing. Oh,
2: I didn't remember that part.
1: <laughs> Boys. But uh, Sorry, there's actually pretty significant implications here, though, right? Where he's saying, whose son is the Christ? And they're saying it's David's son, which everyone else has been calling him, right? He's Jesus Christ, son of David, all that kind of stuff, right? But he's like, but in the scriptures, it says that David is like the servant of the Christ. So it couldn't be his son because fathers can never be servants of sons. We've all clearly established that in our culture. So therefore, what? He never like finishes the thought, but he's kind of saying, so either I'm not a son of David or I'm not the Christ. What are you on about? Or maybe he's just like, hey, this whole thing doesn't make any sense. Why are you Mm -hmm. so focused on it? I don't know. It's (laughs) It's a weird question. Clearly Matthew writing this had some opinions about that since he's the one who called him sure. Christ so much.
2: Do you do you think, I don't know if I believe that no one's going to ask him another question before the end of this <laughs> oh, book. Yeah, will ask questions. questions.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: I also am just like, <laughs> we're going to read this three more times, uh, essentially. We're having a lot of emotions about it right now, and I do wonder if we'll gain more clarity as we go on from different perspectives, or hmm. if it's just going to be a continual emotional
2: Roller coaster <laughs> or something. Like, will we get a little inoculated?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. You know, do you feel emotional every time you watch The Lord of the Rings?
2: Yes. I do for sure.
1: So. Maybe there's your answer.
2: But I I The emotion, wait, however, yes. <laughs> I wait six to 12 months in between viewings, <laughs> okay, though. Yeah, there's sure, sure. that. Yeah, okay. not like, it's like a yearly back viewing, to back to back okay? Like, uh, second piece, on. when I think about the dominant emotions I experience watching Lord of the Rings, confusion is not usually one of them. Oh, mm. speaking of that— Confusion and see. indignation is not at the top of the list. No, you're right, you're right. Um, the new Hobbit movies— Maybe that's close to the top of the list, but
0: speaking of Rome, apparent yes, Stadiker, I agree with you. Speaking of Rome, apparently the right-wing Italian
2: people, like the woman, where are you going with this? Love, love, Lord of the Rings. You mentioned yes, this. Did yes. I mention this already? Yes,
1: we've talked. About yes, you
2: this. did. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know what I told. But apparently I had told all of you. And I'm experiencing the same emotions that you went the first, the first apparently time. Apparently, I told, told us. all of you. So. <laughs> There's that. Oh, my
0: goodness. We did it. Okay. Yeah. All right. You and your non-alcoholic beverages out over there. Good for you. Is that all we're having when I come? Just a lot of non-alcoholic beverages. Well, like, that's fine. There's going to be a lot in the house. Okay. So. We
1: can have a healthy mix. Okay. Great. We'll
0: do a little column A, a little column B. Yeah. Anyways. yeah. yeah. Next week, Emily will be in Tucson and the week after that, I'll be in... Seattle with these chuckleheads. I'm excited,
2: so. But we're still recording. Yeah, we're recording. It's happening. Sorry, just had to clarify. That wasn't you telling us that we're not gonna be there. No, no, we're gonna be here. We're doing this. We're gonna be here, yeah. Because Matthew
0: is important and so is Jesus. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to DrunkBibleStudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at Patreon.com slash Drunk Study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Follow us on Twitter X at Drunk X at Drunk Bible Cast on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jason Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand. From their album, Home of the, the, the. For more information, visit, it, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Made a
1: memory about your day.